It's Monday, the 30th of October. I wanted to say August. It doesn't feel like August. I don't know why. Anyway, it's uh, it's Monday, and tomorrow's Halloween. So I want to talk about traffic safety in relation to Halloweening. And uh, yeah, just it's a happy Monday. That's what it is. My name is Sean Shapiro. This is Ask a Traffic Cop, that show on the internet that answers your traffic and police questions for an hour, Monday to Friday from 10 to 11, unless we do something different or I don't show up or, you know, stuff happens because we are the police. Sometimes stuff happens, we have to do stuff. Sometimes that means not being on social media. However, today's not one of those days, and today we're talking about uh, stuff and things with you. If you're watching and you'd like to know about uh, something, you know, you've got questions, well, we do have answers. Uh, you can go on to the magical uh, trafficcop.ca to uh, to find the best way to connect. But you're already connected. You're watching somewhere. It's likely one of these places: uh, TikTok, YouTube, Twitch, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Kick, or the platform formerly known as Twitter, now referred to as X. Fix my my mad logo there. Uh, oh, you can't even see it on the on the on the big screen. I put a, I put a mad ribbon on my microphone. Yeah, now I'm like questioning my location of said microphone. And I forgot to turn on, my, on, on the TVs. That's terrible. Well, I'm batting a thousand here. I was doing other stuff. Uh, anyway, if you're watching on anything other than X, feel free to ask questions because you can do that. But if you are on X, then go to trafficcop.ca or youtube.trafficcop.ca. Join us on YouTube where you can ask questions directly, uh, whereas on X you cannot. Also... If you want to catch up on old episodes and listen to it as a podcast, you can listen in your car legally if you're downloading it on your favorite Apple uh, podcast or Spotify or, you know, whatever else there is because we have the audio-only versions available there. So you've got options. And I think I'm up to date. I think the 27th show is the one that's up there now. Uh, all of the old ones are there. You can also go to YouTube and watch hundreds of hours of magic right before your eyes. Yes. Vision Zero, we have officers out there making a difference, changing driver behavior one ticket at a time. That's right. We have officers who go hold drivers accountable for those offenses that lead to serious injury and death. What are those offenses? I'm glad you asked. Uh, speeding, aggressive driving, distracted driving, impaired driving. Oh, that was really, 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 really fast. Let's try it again. Speeding, aggressive driving, distracted driving, and impaired driving. Those are the offenses that we have determined that, you know, an analysis and stuff and things have determined that those driver behaviors, very optional, not required, well, they lead to serious injury and death. They are illegal things. You're not allowed to go above the speed limit, but people do. Uh, and when it happens, they're increasing their risk of collision and, and increasing the, the impact and injury and damage that results as a, as a result of, of uh, said collisions that are caused by their choices. Anyway, uh, where are our Vision Zero enforcement officers today? Well, they are in 13 Division and 42 Division neighborhoods like Yorkdale, Glen Park, Briar Hill, Witchwood, Oakwood Vaughn, Malvern, Agent Court, Milliken, Rouge, you know, Scarborough. Yeah, they, they go out and they choose different, well, I shouldn't say they choose. They're directed to go to different divisions every single day based on, well, big head people who, or is it big head people? Yeah, people, big brains. Yeah, they, they, they do the analysis. They determine where they are most needed. And then they rotate around the city. It's really cool. That's not to say that you can't get a division, you can't get a ticket outside of those divisions. That is not at all the case. You can get a ticket anywhere because these officers are simply augmenting the work that's done by divisional officers throughout the city. There's people in uniform 
going and changing driver behavior and enforcing laws throughout the city. They're just doing it more on that day at this place because that's what's happening. You don't want to meet them? Don't break the law. It's real simple. People who, you know, allege that we are only, uh, you know, collectors of taxes. That's what the, the allegation is, that we're not trying to change driver behavior. We're not trying to make the road safer. Well, that's just uh, flim flam. It was something else I was thinking of from an old TV show, but I can't remember what it is, and I don't want to say it incorrectly. So we'll just leave it as flim flam. It's just baloney. Yeah, baloney. Uh, we are, in fact, trying to make the road safer for everyone. doesn't matter if you walk, ride, or drive. That's what we're here for, making it safer. Uh, we've got Stephen Bell with a good morning, Sean. We've got Tim Shallow, who also says good morning, Sean. Zombie is saving characters for later because she's bringing dad jokes to the house. She says morning. And uh, we've got Evandro who says good morning. Your Brazilian fan is watching again. Uh, Chase wants to know if we have epaulets that we're going to be using this year. I don't know if the camo epaulets are happening. I've got them. I was just looking at them in my locker this morning, as a matter of fact. I do like those supporting military uh, and soldiers uh, here and abroad. Uh, knowing that uh, that that is important to do, I am ha wearing my poppy though, uh, and and that that is uh, you know, on the way. Now there was a, a a a special edition name tag, and I was planning to get one that didn't get one, and now I don't have one. Um, so there you go. <laughs> Ryan Pin, our resident uh, road safety uh, instructor, driving instructor out in Nova Scotia. Uh, it says, good morning. If I drive an electric car, can I add a speaker to simulate a 140 decibel V8 sound? Um, yeah. You know, I think it's going to be that your your mileage may vary. Will, you, will it affect your battery? Will you be able to, will it turn your mileage to mush? That is the really important question to that one. Um, it, 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 see, Brian brings tongue-in-cheek questions because he, he, he makes me he makes me laugh. Are people allowed to drive Jeeps without doors? I've seen too many in Brampton. Actually, they are. Those are designed to be operated with or without doors. Uh, people usually follow up and say, hey, can I take the doors off my mini wagon or my, my, my Honda Civic? Um, you know, putting doors or taking your doors off if the vehicle isn't designed to run without doors, I would say is a bad idea. Uh, but I can tell you whether or not it's absolutely illegal. I just think it's a bad idea. Uh, but definitely Jeeps. Are legal now there is a question of mirrors that's the second question with jeeps the most jeeps if not all jeeps have the mirrors attached to the door itself you remove the door the mirror is gone is that a ticket no because you only need one mirror now actually that's not true it could be a ticket if you don't have a, a mirror on your windshield you have to have a clear view to the rear by at least a mirror okay uh if you are watching and you're interested in becoming a member of the toronto police service this is a good time to ask questions about that uh looks like they have corrected, not corrected, but upgraded, completed their upgrade of the system over the weekend so we can actually go look at stuff and things. Uh, we'll talk about that in a little while. Let's see, how many how many civilian roles are there? I'll sip while it loads. I'm trying the coffee my mother-in-law sent home with me. She, she had nabob. Normally I'm grinding beans, but I, today was pre-ground nabob. Oh, do I tell you what what's... Is this new, old? Okay, let me just put it up on screen. I will put it on screen. Do, 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 do. Normally, I speak for about 30 minutes before doing this, but you know what? Today is Monday, and we're starting things differently. Uh, what do we have here? This is what the website looks like. Actually, that's not true. This is what the website looks like when you drop in on tps.ca forward slash careers. There you go. 
If you go to the website, you can go and look at Stuff and Things. And Stuff and Things includes information on all sorts of different roles. Police Constable being one of the most popular ones, you can find everything you ever want to know as well as hit this button and apply because we are hiring. Want to join an amazing team? That's where you go. Now you can also join as a special constable, parking enforcement officer, communications operator, which is not a uniform position, and then you've got civilian roles. And that's what I was ooing and aahing about. There's four positions currently open, payroll coordinator, infrastructure solutions specialist, manager at employee services, and comms operator, which has their own, their own page. You want to find out how much these jobs are, are, are being paid at. You want to find out what the requirements are. This is where you go, tps.ca forward slash careers. Yeah. All right. Back to the chat. I love talking about that. We, 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 you know, I've been with the service, I'm in my 24th year. And uh, I started as an auxiliary, I then became a court officer, did both for many years, and then uh, patched over and became a police constable. And it's been a great ride. It's been a fantastic ride. It's a ride that I think more people should take. If you're looking for great, a great opportunity uh, with good pay, benefits, and all that jazz, this is the best place to be. Okay. Why do you guys hate modified cars so much? Why do you think we hate modified cars so much? Now, that's a question like, why do you think we hate anything? Uh, we, we don't hate modified cars. We are there to ensure that people are following the law. If your modifications are illegal, well, then you're breaking the law. And as the police, we're kind of in a position to enforce the law. It's kind of our job. So it's not that we hate like or otherwise. We're car people, most at least the ones in traffic services, many of us are car people, enthusiasts, motorcycle people. It's not about liking or disliking, it's about following the law, which you must do if you have a car. Well, actually, you have to do it anyway. But if you have a car, you're responsible for ensuring it's lawful, you know, the way your car is on the road. And that's it. And then, of course, many of the modified car people do break the law. Aside from the modifications, a lot of them tend to do really silly things while driving their car. And those are generally involved breaking the law as well and putting lives at risk. So it, it, it's it's funny how there's a connection, you know, when people modify their cars, they may, it might be a clue that some may partake in activities that might be unsafe. You know, if you put a thousand horsepower engine in it, but you never go above 40K, that would be lawful. Is it realistic? Are, are people souping up their cars to go fast and then not going fast? I, I don't know. You tell me. Speeding is unsafe and illegal. Just saying. Just putting it out there. Uh, can you turn left if another car is turning right? What, uh, what, what? Can you turn left if another car is turning right? If it's safe to do so and you don't end up in the same place at the same time, which is also known as a collision. So it depends. What's the scenario? Are you coming from a multi-lane road into a single-lane road? Are you talking about a multi-lane road into a multi-lane road? Are you talking about a single-lane road into a multi... What are you talking about? I need to know more. I want to answer your question. I really do. Uh, but you got to give me something to work with here. Can you get a ticket at a light? If you put your car in park, turn on your hazard lights to use your phone. Yes, you can because it's illegal. Now, if your car is disabled, it's, un it's unable to drive, it's not working then putting it in park with your hazard lights on is because your car is not functioning, at which point you might have a police officer attend to see what's going on, but it's unlikely you'd be getting a ticket if you were calling for help. But if you just decided to do that because, well, hey, you want to make a phone call? That's a problem. 
yeah, maybe we'll call you a tow truck for you if it's not a problem, if, if your vehicle is disabled. But if you're, it's, you have to be at a legal parking spot, a place that you can put it in park, get out of the car and leave it there and not worry about getting a parking ticket. That is how it works. $615 ticket, three demerit points on first conviction, three day suspension. <laughs> uh, if you were sitting in a railway track, could you jump into the passenger seat to use your phone and avoid charges? No, because then you'd be uh, looking at other things. Uh, I mean, that's really silly. As much as I appreciate you're probably asking to be silly. Um, yeah, you, you, if the driver gets out of the driver's seat and leaves their car on the road, there's other charges that would apply. Uh, but it just seems so silly. Speakerphone, all ha hands-free, use a mount, Bluetooth, like so many options. Or legally park. Just saying. Uh, Brampton drivers are getting out of control. Do you have any practices? Well, first off, Brampton isn't in Toronto, so I can't speak to drivers in that jurisdiction. I can say that drivers everywhere are getting out of control and enforcement and education are the way that we deal with it. Otherwise, things they'll tend to deal with themselves by way of collisions and, and bad things. I've seen some terrible videos recently, just horrible videos of driving. Not to mention I drive and see horrible drivers on the road all the time. Yeah. So in, enforcement and education, that's where it's at. People like to cross with no walk signal. They think they have the right of way. Yes, there are many pedestrians who are a little bit mistaken as to what their rights are and what is safe and very often do stuff that's not so good. That's how I feel when pedestrian, uh, my Wookiee, my inner Wookiee comes out. I, there's a lot of people doing bad things in terms of uh, traffic safety. Uh, you can cross outside of an intersection if there's none close by, uh, but it's not safe. It's generally not safe. Could be safe, like if there's nothing around. Um, and it's not necessarily legal unless you're within proximity to a, uh, a actual signalized intersection. But you, you're taking your life in your hands when you do it, and you got to be careful. Why is lane filtering, lane splitting illegal, but legal in a lot of countries? Well, this country has determined that it's not safe. That's why it's not legal. Um, other countries can make their own decisions, and our governments don't have anything to do with their government's traffic laws. Um, why California does it uh, is beyond me. They, the police there, the Highway Patrol, says it's not safe and gives some guidelines as to how to be safe within or safest while, while doing it since it's legal. But they acknowledge that it's a dangerous practice because it is a dangerous practice. Of course, they're not paying for your health care when you get uh, damaged as a result of doing it. And taxpayers here are, which may be part of the reason, but I couldn't tell you because I don't make the laws. I do, I do, however, interpret them and enforce them. And uh, it is either going to get a careless charge, a stunt charge, or a criminal dangerous driving charge. Because guess what? When you're doing it, you're putting lives at risk, including your own. But not, not just your own. You're also putting the lives of other people who use the road at risk. Uh, so don't do it. Or if you do it, expect to get charged. And then don't cry and waste court's time defending it because you're guilty. Okay. Question from Watchdog5705. Just curious, with stunt driving being an arrestable offense, when would you actually make the arrest? Lots of officers, including in our department, have laid many stunt charges without arresting. I've never arrested someone uh, for stunt driving. I mean, I've charged them for it. I've never had to handcuff them and put them in the back of a police car. I, I think if there, there would be situations where I think I need to do that 
um, to control or to, I, I don't know, I, maybe there was a situation that, re, that required it based on the officer's interpretations, maybe the way they were acting, maybe the fact that they took off on them. I don't know. I've, I've never had an issue. But it's going to come down to uh, uh, individual officers' interpretations. Yeah, uh, you, you should DM me. I'd love to know where you are and and and, uh, and if it seems to be most or, or sort of percentages where you where you'd guesstimate uh, that's going. Like, why do it one way? Uh, now, listen, I, I've had guys who have uh, I, I've heard of people being you know tackled off motorcycles. Yeah, I, it all depends on what they thought they needed to do at the time, I guess. Uh, let's see here. What can you do to, oh, okay, I see. Uh, let me flag that for a second from now. Things are out of order. Out of order. Okay. Here's a question that I either skipped, missed, or but I found now. So can you ticket at, can you ticket at a light if you put your car in park? Oh, I've talked about this one already. I, I didn't miss it. I flagged it and then didn't unflag it. Uh, it looked so foreign. Okay. Um, what do we have here? Oh, by the way, if uh, if you're watching, we have, we have people that pop in and pop out and may not know who I am. Uh, my name is Sean Chaparro. I'm a police officer with the Toronto Police Service, and I talk about traffic safety, traffic law, and police stuff all the time. If you're on TikTok and you don't already uh, follow us, please do. And if you tap that screen so your fingers go numb, it'll help t the algorithm and everybody else watching know that this is a stream worth watching. Of course, I'm talking to the TikTok folks here because we're multi-streaming across many platforms. YouTube knows where we're at. But TikTok, you know, it's a different animal. Actually, the vast majority of our followers, we have 633,000 followers on TikTok, or is it 633,000.1? Whatever it is, we have a lot of people who, who, uh, who join us on a regular. So thank you for your support. Uh, what do we got here? Got that one. Things just keep popping in and throwing me out of the loop. Come on. Radic, I see your question. We'll get you in one second. Here, I'm going to flag this one so I can hear the bookmark now. Will you be at the Royal Agricultural Winter Fair this weekend? I did not know that it was taking place, nor did I have any plans to attend. Uh, but now that you mention it, uh, who would not want to go and smell farm poop? Doesn't that stink? Like, like don't they have animals there? <laughs> I just, my only memories of going to this event is the smell of, of poo. <laughs> With manure, it's probably the technical term, manure. Um, maybe we'll go, I don't know. Maybe there'll be a family outing, but I, I, I have no, I hadn't had any plans. I'll have to discuss it with the, uh, uh, the, the little people, uh, but I wouldn't be working yet. I'm not working there. Uh, what is the difference between black and blue lettering on plates? Blue, so it's commercial plates versus, uh, you know, regular uh, personal plates. And this is a discussion we had. Uh, I used to call them truck plates, and, and Sergeant Campbell corrected me to say, no, no, they're commercial plates, and I, I've always called them truck plates. So I was living a lie, just saying. The deal is that, uh, yeah, so when you buy a pickup truck, it's considered commercial, or at least, so you, I, blah, blah, blah. I considered it a truck because it's a truck, and then you had to get a sticker that said personal use, but I thought it was a truck. So again, correction, it's commercial plates and um, with a sticker that says for personal use, and yeah, I don't know, it's weird. But that's the difference, commercial versus personal. I'm still trying to settle in with this new piece of information, calling it anything other than truck plates. See? 
we got Raddick's question of good morning. Do vehicles with green plates from other provinces, states, have the same privileges in Ontario as local green plates? Um, I, I think that they would be likely given the pass, but technically, no. Technically, they don't qualify unless they're Ontario plates. But we don't know what qualifies for their... Like, what if you had a, a province or a state that gave green plates to anything that was manufactured after 2023? Like, maybe that's their qualification. Maybe it's got nothing to do with their... their it, it may not be the same thing. So, they like, we, we honor disabled permits from other provinces and countries, and we may honor, or the officer may honor them here, but technically speaking, I don't think they do. Like, not officially. Certainly, if you had an electric vehicle and you had uh, no uh, green plates, like you had custom plates, it's the green plate that gives you authority to be in that lane, not the electricness of your vehicle. Electric, the electricity of your vehicle. Yeah, no, it's um, that's why I'm I'm leaning towards it wouldn't be honored, at least not officially. Uh, yes, question is. Will anyone think that I'm dressing up as a cop for Halloween tomorrow? I should dress up as a cop tomorrow. Maybe I'll wear my body armor and a, and a or I can wear my, my, you can't really see it, but behind me there's a, a helmet from the city of London police and it's way too small on me, but it's very cool anyway. Uh, what do we got here? What are the requirements for police constable? Well, let's have a look. I opened it, I closed it, but I can open it again. All right. Pulling it onto the screen. So you don't have to be from Toronto. Back in the day, back in the old days, uh, you did have to be from Toronto. You had to live in the city. That is no longer a requirement. People commute and, and live in all sorts of areas or, or move here after, uh, but you don't have to live here. For some reason, the Q&A function is not working on uh, Instagram. my apologies. Thin white line interceptor. Hello, sir. Uh, Ryan is joining us there. Okay. So police constable requirements. Do I meet the minimum requirements? Canadian citizen or permanent resident, 18 years or older, physically and mentally able to perform the duties of the position having regard to your own safety and the safety of members of the public, successfully complete at least four years of secondary school, completed at least four years of secondary school or its equivalent, um, if you're from somewhere else, you may have to get equivalency, equivalency, uh, good moral character and habits, meaning you're an individual that other people view as being trustworthy and having integrity. Kind of jumbled some words there. Uh, in addition, no criminal record for which a pardon is not being granted, possess a valid driver's license with no more than six accumulated demerit points, permitting you to drive an automobile in Ontario with full driving privileges, have current certification in CPR and first aid by the time of the offer of employment, by the time the offer of employment is given, possess a valid OACP certificate, which have, which has changed since I got mine, different, different things they do. I don't know what that entails anymore. Successfully pass a hearing standards uh, test, uh, 2040 uncorrected vision with normal color acuity, also, uh, other, otherwise known as not being colorblind. Apparently, you, you have to be able to know the difference between green and red. Uh, be able to pass a security clearance and background investigation, credit checks, and reference checks. Be physically ready to be able to achieve stage seven of the shuttle run and pass the prep test, which is the physical readiness evaluation for police. Uh, there's acknowledgments that you are not going to be living in or working in an office. You're going to be outside in the in the cold and in the winter, in the wet and the dry and the hot and the everything. 
uh, and it, it, lots of information here, www.tps.ca forward slash careers. Okay, back to questions about stuff and things. That's what we're all about here. It's the Stuff and Things Show. You should change the name. Okay, can you explain the new license plate scanners you just put on the cars? What do they do? They, they, they scan license plates. They're called ALPR, Automatic License Plate Readers. And they do just that. They automatically read and, um, and can check or cross-check license plates being read across databases. So they can find stolen cars, they can find expired license plates, they can find whatever it is that we're looking for. Maybe we're looking for a particular person or plate uh, or a person that's associated with a plate. It'll let us know when it finds it, uh, which is pretty awesome technology. I mean, you think it's simple, but it's, it's pretty awesome. Is 42-year-old, sorry, is 40 too old? <laughs> is it too old to become a police officer? No, uh, I was 38 when I transferred from, I, I was 25 when I joined the service in general uh, as an as a auxiliary constable and court officer. I was uh, 38 before I became a police officer. There were people in my class that were 50s, in their 50s. Um, is it older? Sure, it's older, but it's not a bad thing. You got life experience to make up for uh, your uh, inability to uh, leap tall buildings in a single stride. Um, can you, I hope, hope that answers your question. Certainly 40 is not too old. Uh, good morning. Can you eat a sandwich while driving or eating in general? A sandwich, like, or, or something that is not going to end up causing you to lose control of your vehicle because you can do it without a lot of, convers a, a lot of, uh, focus. Eating a sandwich is not a huge commitment. Uh, eating, you know, tacos, uh, if they're, you know, hard tacos, I can imagine that making a mess and that mess being somewhat distracting. I'm just putting it in my, you know, into perspective or I think I'd make a mess and probably be all over the place. That would be a bad thing. Burrito though, burrito, not so messy, much better choice. Um, it's not illegal in Ontario. Some places might be. Now, if you are using both hands to control that meal, meaning you're driving with your legs, you're looking at a careless driving charge, especially if you're all over the road because you're, you're dry, drawing a lot of attention. Um, you know, I, I, Scott Marshall, uh, who is a, uh, a friend, and he is a driving instructor extraordinaire, talks about the fact that like anything more than a Werther's Mint, he wouldn't, you know, endorse. Because your focus should be driving, not eating. There you go. Are aftermarket wheels legal? They can be. Depends if they're the right size for your vehicle, if they don't cause issues with uh, contact with your you know, your vehicle uh, body or frame, because you put the wrong size, you could be causing problems. But having aftermarket wheels and tires is not necessarily illegal. If they protrude from the vehicle, if they're, they're, they're wider than they're supposed to be and they stick out, that could be uh, an issue. Yeah. Uh, question, can we be more present on the 404 merging onto the 401? People be cutting left over the lines on merging. 404 uh, is uh, is the OPP. 401 is the OPP. We are the Toronto Police Service. We do have the occasional uh, trip using those roads, but it's not our roads. I would certainly contact the OPP and tell them uh, that you think they should be there. Um, but, uh, you know, we're, we try and be everywhere, but there is an issue. And I, and I know it's an issue for the OPP too, in that there aren't enough police officers to go around. So they try and uh, spend time there to drive home the message of traffic safety but it, it can't be everywhere all the time. I'd love to see more cameras. Apparently more cameras are hitting the streets soon. That's interesting. Don't know if they help you in this situation, but camera enforcement's cool. Is it illegal to pass a bus if the way is clear at a railway crossing? Why would you pass anything on a railway crossing? 
No, don't pass on a railway crossing. Um, that not only legal or illegal, it's not a good idea. Yeah, so they're stopping for a second to open their door and close the door, and you are so in a rush that you uh, would put your life at risk and the right risk of put others' lives at risk at the same time. Yeah, don't do it. Can you drive on the highway with a G2? Yes, you can drive anywhere with a G2. That's legal to drive in. Uh, there's basically no conditions other than the uh, midnight till 5 a.m. having persons in your vehicle under the age of 20 uh, that are not your immediate family. There's a restriction for G2 drivers in the first year. And uh, maintain a zero blood alcohol content. That's the, o- the only real uh, restriction that you have. And that there's, you know, added consequences if you break the law. You know, how many points you can accumulate before we take your license away or the ministry does. Um, how many uh, points in, will you get a suspension? You know, there's things that happen that way. Otherwise, you can drive anywhere. Uh, scooter vehicles, damaging vehicles on the road. Let's talk about this. i take a sip of coffee. Scooter vehicles, damaging vehicles, vehicles on the road when they drive in between. What can we do? Well, if you're talking about motorcycles or electric scooters that are not e-kick scooters, but e-bikes, uh, hopefully they stop because they'd be legally obligated to if they damage your property. Sadly, because they don't have plates, we can't identify them. It makes life a little difficult investigative-wise. Um, but they are responsible. They're vehicles on the road. They're, they're obligated to stop. And yet, you probably wouldn't be making this comment if they did stop. Uh, E-kick scooters, totally prohibited in the city of Toronto. They're not allowed to be there. And yet, people choose to make up their own rules. Q&A still not working on Instagram. Um, Yeah. But going back to your question, uh, you could... You could choose to make a police report giving a description, although that probably won't go very much, uh, go very far without being able to actually identify the perpetrator or the causer of said damage. Uh, and then your insurance company could be called, and then they may or may not consider it at fault because you can't provide the identifier as to who caused the damage. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a not good predicament. I would talk to your local uh, counselor, express your feelings. Okay. In fact, this one says, okay, which is why I said, okay. Okay, making a left turn, oncoming pedestrians. Do I have to wait until they cross completely or lane? So if you're making a left turn at an intersection, there's a crosswalk present, they are lawfully on the road, you have an obligation not, or sorry, you have an obligation to, to, positive must, you must yield to them. Uh, So if there's a crossing guard present, you have to wait until they're entirely off the road. If there's no crossing guard present, you can wait until they pass your half of the roadway and then you can proceed. Uh, that's because you have to yield to them. And if they pass you, you're no longer in their way. But again, if there's a crossing guard present, you must wait until they're off the road. If it is a PXO, a signalized crossing independent of an intersection, then you must always wait until they're off the road. PXO, crossing guard, off the road. All right, let's see here. I scrolled back too far. Talk about this. I'll unflag this one. Uh, unflag this one. I gotta like make it a standard here. And by standard, I mean I should flag all or flag none. But I flagged some and not others, and that's no good. Smart serve question. Cool. I'll, I I I actually just did a podcast episode that I've yet to finish editing with Smart Serve. We'll come to your question in a moment. 
Okay, if I'm sleeping in the back of an SUV, can I drink? Well, I think you could drown if you were drinking while you're sleeping. But the answer is, can you convert your SUV? Is your SUV like a, uh, a camper van, and does it become a temporary uh, residence, uh, allowing you to consume alcohol in your motor vehicle? And the answer is no. Uh, you cannot consume alcohol in your SUV. A motorhome is a temporary domicile uh, while it is parked. In, well, in certain conditions, depending on how it's deployed. And in those conditions, it is something you can drink in. You cannot, however, drink in your car or SUV or otherwise. Okay. Oh, this, this, I love how many questions are coming in. I dislike how much scrolling I have to do when they do. Richard says, good morning. Hello. Good morning, Richard. Uh, what is this? It's okay. Oh, I apologize. Oh, my wife is moderating today. Leo wife. Uh, nothing to fix. It's just it's, I, as I'm scrolling, whenever you hit enter, it goes to the bottom of the screen. It's all good. So Stephen says, I'll be too busy tomorrow morning. That's why I'm going to ask any and all questions that I have. I'll ask it today. No problem. I got flipped off from a driver doing 30 kilometers under the speed limit because I drove past him doing the speed limit. Then he tailgated me for about 10 kilometers. What charges are possible? Um, the flipping off is something that's their prerogative. Um, Traveling 30 kilometers under the speed limit may or may not be a problem, depending on the speed limit in the area you're talking about. Uh, tailgating you for about 10 kilometers, tailgating is a problem. Following too close, that is a thing. So there's obviously more involved, like, uh, you know, what kind of road were you on uh, when you passed them? <laughs> you know, uh, I'm sure there's more to the story. Chase wants to know if, when Mad made a microphone. No, this is my, this is my Mad. So... It's, it's that time of year, you know, the, the red ribbon campaign is kicking off and I'm gonna fly this, uh, this ribbon on my microphone because why not? I don't have a police car to put it on, so I'll put it on here. Uh, as I scroll backwards, let's find out here. Can electric scooters be ridden on the sidewalk? The answer is no. First of all, electric kick scooters and e-bikes cannot be on a sidewalk in any, anywhere in the city of Toronto, nor can bicycles where the rider is 14 or older to be 13 or younger to ride on the sidewalk, and that does not include e-bikes and e-kick scooters uh, because you have to be 16 to ride them, and they're just not allowed. They're prohibited. E I should say e-kick scooters are totally prohibited from any road. They're not legal. Uh, in certain jurisdictions, you can have them, but Toronto's not one of those jurisdictions. Okay. Flag Sacco's question here. Um, here we go. The video from York Regional Police was a perfect representation of what you say all the time. If you run from the police, they'll find you later from the info or with the info on your plate. Yeah, uh, I, I think that there's this level of bravado and uh, that, that has people thinking that they can just run away or that we won't chase. Just because we choose to do the safest thing for the community by not causing collisions and not getting you killed because that's what happens when people run away. We've seen it regularly. We, we do see it regularly. People run or just drive and stunt and do silly things, and that ends up with themselves or others being hurt. So, yeah, license plates, come to your house, arrest you later. Sometimes that information is based on uh, um, identifying people through other means. We've had people charged after posting things on social media uh, that were stunt driving. Like, it's just the world is... is uh, it, is different. We have different ways of enforcing laws and identifying drivers, and it's all good. Uh, but we we generally get our people. Yeah. 
The Nazis always get their man. Yeah. We actually catch people who violate laws. More often than people would like to believe. Okay. DUI and electric scooter. We'll talk about that. Uh, what do we have here? What determines a community? Oh, just updated again. Uh, let's see here. Scrolling back, trying to find what I lost. What determines a community safety zone was the question, but I have to find it. There we go. Now I flagged it. Uh, do, 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 do. We talked about this one. Okay. Hi there. I talked about that one. Is it required by law to have taillights? <laughs> yes. We'll talk about it. Uh, Sako says, sorry to bug you with this question, but is... Oh. A prostitution question. Okay. We'll talk about that. Uh, most injuries and deaths happen at intersections. Why do police focus on speed? Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that, but I, I don't think you're you're actually accurate. Or at least if you're if you're citing stats, I'd love to know where you're getting them. Uh, what do we got here? Okay. What are the permitted? Oh. I'm not sure I have an answer for Richard. We'll talk about it though. Four-way versus one steps over the line. With the, 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 okay, I'll flag it. I'll come back to it. Uh, can I drive 20 under the speed limit on the 401? Okay, we'll talk about that. Uh, High-end cars have factory-tinted windshields. Do they? Uh, at the highway engine, brakes not working, hit somebody. Okay, we'll flag this one. Boom, boom, boom. Yes, many, many questions. Hey, if you're watching and you don't know who I am, my name is Sean Shapiro. I'm a police officer with the Toronto Police Service. I talk about traffic safety, traffic law, and police stuff every single day, even when I'm at home. My kids really are tired of it. Actually, it's not. My kids are, are really cool and understand when people are breaking the law, and we have fun pointing out all the people who are violating laws constantly, and it's become a family pastime. Honest to goodness, that's what we do. Uh, <laughs> it's a thing. It's the Shapiro tradition of uh, saying, yeah, that person has windows that are too tinted. Uh, that person is speeding. That person is on the phone. Yeah, we do it all the time. Okay, next. Okay, we covered that one. Covered this one. I've got a whole bunch. I've got 16 questions currently flagged, and I want to make sure I flag all the new ones. And actually, moderator, if you put a new question in and hit the star, that will ensure that it is flagged, and I know that it is not yet, um, the question is not yet asked. Um Oh, a question. This one I'll put up while we're dealing with other stuff. Is it illegal? That's not the one I wanted to put up. Is it illegal to make a U-turn and and a traffic light? If you mean at a traffic light, if the intersection does not have a no U-turn sign and it has a left turn uh, lane, then that should not be an issue. Uh, the big thing is that you cannot make a U-turn on a red light. And that's what people have been doing. And that is not legal. Oddly enough, there's the same question asked a different way. I see a lot of U-turns happening all the time. Are they illegal? Uh, they are not illegal. And they are areas where they're prohibited, and you must ensure that you're doing it safely. Um, so here's the deal with U-turns. You can make a U-turn if it's safe to do so unless you're at a bridge, viaduct, tunnel, railway crossing, edge of, uh, sorry, area of road with a curve, 
uh, does not provide a, uh, a clear line of sight at a uh, where there's a hill, where there's a disruption in visibility because of the hill. Those are all places where it's prohibited. In addition to that, you cannot make them where there's a sign saying they're prohibited. But otherwise, they can be safe and legal. I mean, I don't know if I like saying safe. They are the least safe turn you can make. And the reason I say that is people are required to ensure they can be done safely. And yet, whilst they're doing that, they get into collisions on a regular, regular, what's the word? A regular, uh, the word, lost the word, frequently. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. Pressing this button. Jay says hi. Can passengers drink while being driven? No, you can't have open alcohol in a, in a vehicle, period. doesn't matter who's got a hold of it. It's illegal to have open alcohol in the vehicle as well as open, uh, like actual open marijuana, same thing. has to be away from the driver. Uh, it can, cannot be, uh, marijuana can't be lit and smoked in the vehicle uh, and alcohol can't be open or in a container that's open. It's gonna have sealed in the, in the trunk, in a, in, a, in a sealed bag somewhere out of reach. That's it. Here's a really interesting question. Can G1 drivers drive in snow? I sure hope so. Uh, they can. Uh, yeah, G1 drivers can drive in snow. They may not drive well in snow, but they certainly can drive in the snow while being supervised by a qualified G-class driver that has four years experience, blah, blah, blah. You know the story. Okay. Question. Hi, Officer Shapiro. Actually, it's high officer Sean Shapiro. I, I was just yeah. uh, good morning. If I pulled over, if pulled over by police, is digital copy of driver's license allowed? Uh, not unless that was issued by a government agency. We do not issue an uh, Ontario does not issue a uh, electronic driver's license. It must be the actual plastic card, not a photo of, not a digital representation of an actual real deal license. Okay, flagging a couple more. And then we're going to catch up with all of the stuff that I've not spoken about that has been asked. Also, it's 1045, and in 15 minutes, we will stop taking new questions, but I will quickly try and catch up with, um, with all the questions that I haven't yet answered. What are my thoughts on modified exhausts? Uh, simple. If they meet the requirements and they're not obnoxiously loud, they're probably fine. Uh, if, however, they are obnoxiously loud... Uh, they don't meet the requirements and they'd be eligible for uh, unnecessary noise and improper exhaust, which would be $110 for each of the offense. If it was gone and removed, that's a bigger problem. Modified is is a funny word because it's it's almost always modified making them illegal. And I mean that because most people don't put legal systems in or they, they delete portions of the system that are required to be on the road. Trying to scroll by long enough to actually flag some more questions but new questions are coming in too quickly. Uh, questions about stunt. Okay, we talked about that. Talked about this. Um, okay, I think I'm actually up to date. Possibly, maybe. Talked about this. All right, I think I can go into my 35 questions that are flagged. Wow. Uh, okay, how do you combat the, the... This is going back now. This question was asked a while ago, and now we're just getting to it. What can you do to combat those who intentionally keep out of province plates uh, to to keep out of province plates to avoid province fees? What kind of fees are we talking about? It's free to renew license plates in Ontario. 
Uh, what fees are we referring to? Well, anyway, they're violating, and uh, if they choose not to change their plates, uh, they will be charged for not applying and, and uh, for a local uh, plate, like not applying for a, a, transferring the ownership here, getting the appropriate plates, the, the terminology of which is escaping me. Uh, but you have, and for their driver's license for that matter. So you have 30 days to apply for local plates or a local registration. Uh, you have 60 days to get your local license. There's a number of things that could be happening if they choose not to switch them. Things like, oh, I don't know, um, their insurance is likely still showing that they live in another province, which means they're engaged in insurance fraud. Um, many people try and do this. They register a plate in another province to get lower ins uh, insurance rates. Yeah, that's fraud. Um, yeah, so hundreds of dollars of tickets from for the plates uh, and and the driver's license, and then potential big time stuff for the uh, insurance implications. Okay, smart service, uh, smart serve question: If I carry alcohol to a, uh, out to a car from a retail location, the driver asks to put it in the driver's seat. Is that okay? So I don't know what the regulation or the routine is for smart serve. This whole concept of being able to deliver alcohol is is I is wild to me, but if it's sealed from factory, there is nothing that is illegal about a sealed bottle being in the front of the vehicle. It's not a good idea because in the, in the event of a collision, it becomes a projectile, but it's not illegal. If you, if, if you wanted to carry a sealed bottle of wine, brand new with a cork in it, in your, uh, in, on your passenger seat, it's legal. Once that's been uh, uncorked, broken seal, and then you know cork has been stuffed back into it, now it's not factory sealed. Now it must be out of reach of the driver. It should be in the trunk uh, or in a, in a bag, somewhere inaccessible by the driver. So hopefully that answers your question. I don't know if SmartServe does not, if they have a specific policy about that, you'd need to contact SmartServe for clarification. But it's a good question. And it's never one I've, I've thought about because that's just stuff I don't think about. Delivery from a retail location. Interesting. Uh, so the question was... Prostitution. I don't think we've ever talked about prostitution, and uh, let's talk about it. So the question is, is it illegal? Because I keep hearing that they are now legal and they have rights. So the charge for prostitution, this is not my area of expertise, but I, the charge is for uh, solicitation. So naming an act for a price, I believe, is where it gets into the being illegal. Um, and that's where charges tend to get laid. And then there's human trafficking is a separate question. But the the act of prostitution itself, I don't think is illegal. And I could be wrong. But the communication about it certainly is. So it's, the, it's a weird uh, area and uh, other officers who actually focus on this stuff would be far better to discuss it than I. Uh, charge for using an Apple Watch while driving. Yes, handheld communication device. If you're sitting surfing your watch, you are still breaking the law, same as if you're using your phone. Can I get a DUI on electric scooters? Yes, you can. Anything other than muscular under the criminal code is considered a motor vehicle. Excuse me. So if you're on an e-bike, an e-kick scooter, an electric skateboard, um, anything other than an electric wheelchair, specifically a wheelchair is exempt because they are considered pedestrians um, when on it. But an e-mobility scooter is not a wheelchair, and you could be charged for impaired operation. Okay. What community, What determines a community safety zone? My neighborhood just put up those signs. It says fines are doubled in this zone. Do you have to apply for this? Uh, that would be something that the municipal government would determine, uh, and they 
determine zoning. So I, I don't know what uh, uh, boxes need to be checked to get that status. Uh, but yeah, talk to your, your local government. Is it required to have taillights? Yes. In fact, you must have uh, functioning taillights on a vehicle at night. Uh, one, you must have at least one. Most injuries and deaths happen at intersections. Why do police focus on speed? Oddly enough, most of, so location is one thing, but I think you may, be, uh, you may not realize that when you speed, you have less opportunity to react to changes ahead, which leads to the collisions that happen at any location. So speed is one of the major factors to serious injury and death. Um, yeah. If you're going slower and you hit someone, the likelihood of them surviving is higher. But I'd like to know where you're getting your stats. Um, Four-way stop one, let's see here, four-way. Vehicle one steps over the line. I think you mean stops over the line. One stop behind the line. Vehicle two, oh, sorry. Vehicle one stops over the line. Vehicle one stops behind the line. Vehicle two arrives before one leaves. Do I have, do I have row to vehicle two? Right of way to vehicle two. So, no, they, they arrived second, but you were the person. Yeah, the person in front of you went first. Now it's the vehicle two who arrived. You have to wait because uh, it goes, you know, it's that whole ring around thing. Usually it's first to arrive, first to drive, but the person in front of you, although they were in the right, the wrong place, uh, they're the one who took your, the, 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 was the next one to go. And now the person who is vehicle two. Boy, that's overly confusing for no reason. Uh, yeah, the first person stopped in the wrong place. This is like when two people show up at a stop line, first person's over, second person's on, and they decide to drive together. Not lawful. Just saying. I think I've got a picture of what you're talking about. Uh, no, you're not the next one to go. Uh, can I drive 20 under the speed limit under the 401? Depends on the conditions. For it depends on the reason. Depends, depends, depends. So yes, but stay to the right. You, you can stay in the right lane. If you're the slowest vehicle on the road, be on the right lane. Now, if you're doing 40, 50, 60 under the limit, you're unnecessarily slow driving or unnecessary slow driving, but 20 under the limit is not illegal on its own. High-end cars now have factory-tinted windshields. Is this legal? If they're being imported and they're passing all standards in Canada to be here, it's legal, but I don't think that's what's happening. I think there's polarizing or uh, there's some level of green hue Less, not considered a, a film or tint, it's baked into the glass, and that would be where they're probably okay. You can't add something to the glass, and there is a um, there is a requirement under law before it can be sold here. So I don't think, I, I mean, we need to go over and see Mercedes, because apparently uh, they have a green tint to their front windshield. I want to know more about it. But it's not adding an aftermarket. That would be absolutely illegal. Okay, so I see stuff trying to be asked um, on Instagram, but the Q and A is not working. So um, Ryan or Rayan fifty six thirty says, Sean, can I have my pink slip on my email instead of printing it out and placing it in the car? You actually have to bring your your original paper unless you have an app that is provided by your insurance provider, and then you'd be able to show your insurance. Um, by the, the secure app, which also has to be able to be sent to police. But a photocopy, a, um, 
what is it called? A uh, PDF on your phone, a picture on your phone does not meet the requirement. Question on screen here says, at the highway, engine and brakes not working, and you hit someone, what are the charges? And everything was on video that brakes were not working. Um, you're responsible for maintaining the vehicle uh, and keeping it safe. If your vehicle's brakes aren't working, you're responsible for everything that happens. Um, yeah. So is it, in terms of, I'm looking for the uh, the exact charge, but um, could it be careless driving? Could it be all those things? Sure. But in addition to that, there's a charge, which I have to figure out what charge is it here. Um, unsafe vehicle, maybe? Un unsafe. Operate unsafe vehicle. If it was a commercial vehicle, it could be operate unsafe vehicle there. It's no set fine, meaning you'd be looking at this. Okay, 84 sub 1. Let's see what the... There's probably another charge for it, too. See what 84 sub 1 says for consequences. 84. Penalty for driving unsafe motor vehicle. Uh, no one shall drive, blah, blah, blah. Penalty. Every person who contravenes this section is guilty of an offense, and if the offense was committed by means of a commercial motor vehicle, uh, conviction liable for a fine of not less than 400, not more than $20,000. Okay, but that's for penalty. Oh, it's, okay, uh, bond conviction. Okay, set fine uh, not less than $2,000, not more than $50,000. Uh, that's for a wheel. That's for the detached wheel. Anyway, there's uh, there's some issues there. Uh, in any case, you're definitely responsible what the actual charge and, uh, and consequence would be. Uh, I'd have to look into it a little further, but uh, make sure you're checking your brakes and doing it. If it was a fault, if it was something that could be determined uh, that was not actually caused. You did all your maintenance. You were maintaining your vehicle, and it still happened. Uh, there, that could be something else. You might be ending up. You, you, you'd still be responsible. You'd have to go ahead and sue um, the people who had the defective part. At least that's my interpretation <laughs> from the not a lawyer that I am. Uh, let's see here. Unflag here. I just got my truck robbed. What happens in the process of the whole situation? Your 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 truck was, someone broke into it and stole stuff from it, or someone stole your whole truck. You make a police report, you contact your insurance company. Uh, in terms of the process uh, of what happens for us to find said vehicle, uh, we take a report and then it goes into the mix. We have a, a division or a unit that is in looking for stolen vehicles and looking for that, but uh, I, I couldn't speak to how they go about their investigations. It's not something I'm involved in. I just bought a truck and it has red license plate lights. Is this illegal? Yes, it's illegal. You can only have white license plate lights. It's the only color lawful. $110 ticket if you have something, if you if you leave them on there. Two more minutes until we cut off questions and then I'll try and muscle through all the questions that are waiting. Um, Tony Scarletto says, uh, please stay off the highway if uh, they want to drive below the posted limit, very frustrating trying to deal with the middle lane bandits driving 80. For sure, uh, stay to the right if you're driving below, but it's not unlawful. And and the biggest problem is not people who are uh, traveling below. I mean, I drive at the speed limit and people get frustrated with me. There's no law that says you have to do the speed limit, at least not 
at the speed limit. You can't be above the speed limit. That there is law for. Again, you should stay to the right if you're traveling anywhere below the speed limit. In fact, you should stay to the right if you're not the fastest moving vehicle on the street, which is no faster than the speed limit. But I, I get into this all the time. I say the same thing. And um, people still choose to speed and do stupid things. Is it illegal to make a U-turn at a traffic light? We talked about this earlier. Um, talked about that. Can you use the HOV lane to pass if the lines are dotted? I'd say that's an improper use of the HOV. You don't qualify to go into it. It's not a passing lane. So if you were to enter it, jump over, I'd give you a $150 ticket. I think it's 150 Either way, not legal. What is this? A four-way stop. You are perpendicular. The bus is picking up. What is the law? So you cannot pass a bus, but the, the, it doesn't say that you can't turn at a four-way intersection. They're not supposed to be servicing at a bus, at an intersection with their, their equipment on. Uh, so it's, a, it's an interesting predicament because you say they're doing it a four-way, and I think it's within 60 meters of, a, uh, of, a, of an intersection. They're not supposed to be using their lights. Incandescent bulb would melt fog, snow, LEDs don't. Why can't manufacturers require? What? This is not a context question. Incandescent bulb wouldn't melt fog, snow, LED, or wood. Just clean your, just clean your vehicle. I'm not sure what the problem is. And I mean, I, I understand the, the consequence that an LED bulb might produce less heat. Uh, I've, I've yet to see an issue. Just clean your car. Uh, what are the tint law levels? To safety of vehicle, 30%. Light blockage, meaning 70%. Luminescence has to get through. Light has to get through 70%. But if you're at that limit and it's dark out and I can't see you, you're still violating the law. So there's different charges for different things. If you're over 30%, you're going to get your uh, license plate uh, taken, seized, returned to the ministry. You'll have to get a safety to get it on the road again, reapply. Um, if it's uh, just too dark outside and because of that I can't see in because of your tinted windows, well, that's going to be uh, a, a charge, $110, for obscuring the interior of your motor vehicle and possibly for uh, for blocking your vision out as well. As a G2 driver, can I drive on the highway? Yes. And then the question is, uh, what is a G2? It's not dumb. G2 is the is part of the, the graduate licensing program here in the province of Ontario in wonderful Canada. You apply for a learner's permit. That's called a G1. G2 is your probationary. You take your basic testing. Uh, after you, so you write a basic test for a G1. You take a short driving test uh, for a G2. And then you are required to do a full G test to keep your license and have restrictions removed. Uh, while you're a G2 driver, you can have zero blood alcohol content. And there's restrictions as to how many people between midnight and 5 a.m. you have in the vehicle that are not part of your immediate family and are under the age of 20. And then uh, what else? Consequences as a, as a learner uh, or a novice driver, if you get tickets, you have uh, bigger penalties, essentially. Can an off-duty officer park uh, issue a parking ticket? Technically, yes. A police officer is a police officer 24-7, regardless of they're you know, punched in the clock or not. Would we issue a parking ticket off-duty? It's unlikely. I don't issue, I, I, I rarely issue parking tickets because... They're now done. Uh, well, they're they're done almost exclusively by parking enforcement officers. Uh, that's a repeat question. 
Talked about this already. Okay. Let's see here. If someone's turning left at an intersection on a green signal and another is turning left and they collide based on the left turn or taking the first available lane, who is at fault? This doesn't, I, I don't know, maybe it's the way I'm reading it. If someone's turning left at an intersection on a green signal and another is turning left, but they're both turning left. So if, if, if it was oncoming traffic, one would be going in a different direction. You, do you mean one person was a right turner? I'm not, I'm not entirely sure, but everyone has a, an appropriate place to turn. If it's a multi-lane highway and someone goes wide, the person who went wide made an improper turn. So I'm trying to understand what you're asking, but I'm not picking up what you're putting down. Um, four ways, what is this? But either, but either way, both people turning have an off, uh, a, a responsibility to make a safe turn and complete a safe turn or complete their turn in safety. Yeah. Four-way stop and bus stop. You, oh, we talked about that. Okay. Uh, we talked about this. We talked about that. <laughs> what is the charge for illegal intentional insurance scam if they're right now on the road if they get caught? Driving with no insurance? Is that what we're talking about? Or do you mean like faking a collision to scam insurance? Because one of them I can tell you, one of them I don't know. Uh, I'll tell you that if you're driving without insurance, it's five to twenty-five thousand uh, dollars, and up to six months in jail for your first conviction. In terms of what the potential of uh, the fraud, uh, not my area of expertise, but I'm sure that it involves lots of fun stuff like jail. I'm just, I'm just assuming. Uh, let's see here. Hi, sir. We do. We're doing Uber Eat and earn a hundred dollars, and you guys give us tickers five fifty dollars per day. Where do we go? Don't break the law. I have all the sympathy of the world that you're out there trying to make money, but if you're doing it and by way of parking illegally, you're inviting a ticket because you're breaking the law. There are places to park legally, and if you don't use them, it's your fault, not anyone else's. Sorry. Uh, like I said, I appreciate people who are working hard to earn a living and support their families. Don't break the law. If you're parking on a main street, if you're parking illegally again, you are the one doing it, nobody else. On delivery is an option on side streets with a posted sign. You're allowed to do that. If you need help, call parking enforcement and get some instruction, help them decipher the rules for you. Uh, you know, there's lots of information on the Toronto website, um, but I, yeah, well, I don't know what else I can tell you. Don't break the law. Uh, is there a site? We could get a list of types and amounts of tickets. It's the it's the HTA, Highway Traffic Act. Uh, you can go to the Ontario the Ministry website and read it, and it's copious and so much fun to read. Uh, but it is all there. So if you're if you're interested in learning more, you can read it, read it. But I don't know of a quick list that's available. I use an app, uh, quite frankly, called Shield Basic, where I can search. But it is a pay app. I think there's other apps available for free on the, on platforms. Um, I think they're the best one, but it's it's not it's not free. Uh, let's see here. Okay, 
At what age can a child sit without a booster or is it weight and height requirement? It's actually any one of three things. It's either eight years old, 80 pounds, or four foot nine. That is when a child is no longer legally required to sit with a booster seat because they've graduated all the way up to booster and then they've graduated out of it. That's for the law. It does not mean that it is the safest option. And I mean that because let's say their um, their legs are, are, are unable with their back against the, the seat to bend over the edge of the, the seat base. That would be unsafe. So that would be something you should not do. So there's if you go to SIPSAC, I'll put the website on the screen. I can find it somewhere. Here it is. It was right. I was looking straight at it. SIPSAC, cpsac.org. You can also find that at trafficcop.ca. If you go there and not be square, but then you go there, there's all sorts of resources that you can use to, uh, to go through and truly find uh, the five checkpoints that you want to do, uh, that you want to check to make sure it's safe. Because rushing out of a booster seat just because it's legal is not smart. Tony wants to know if it's legal and uh, to drive with your full headlights plus fog lights. Here's the deal. In Ontario, you can have up to four headlights on at one time. So if that is your uh, fog light, let me specify, over 300 candela. So if you have uh, 300 candela lights or what headlights are, they're considered headlights at that point. So two headlights and two fog lights, perfectly legal to drive with them both on. Okay, I think we're up to date. Oh, hey, Ian. Good day from Montreal. When a car is pulled over for a violation and you run their plate, does the fact that they are a legal gun owner appear for, on, uh, on your info screen? Uh, we can actually do a search to find out if they are firearms owners. Um, it's not as prevalent an issue as it is in uh, in Canada. You know, legal gun owners are, are the legal gun owners. They're the ones who follow the rules. Uh, it does not tell us if uh, if they're illegal firearms owners, and those are the ones we've got to be most concerned about. Um, that being said, we do find a lot of illegal firearms on people who are driving around. So, uh, but not because that they're uh, they're they're licensed. It's the unlicensed people we worry about the most. But we can search it. Okay, just scrolling back to see, did I, Matmos says, this is a winning stream. I'm assuming that's what that means. I think I translated properly. Thank you very much. Uh, I think we've covered it. I think we got everything. Oh, here's, okay, it came out after the wire, but it's still reasonable to chat about. What if a fully grown adult is smaller than four foot nine and 80 pounds? They're over eight years old, so they're legal. Is it safe? Um, there, you know, the reason that those heights and weights are put there is as a guideline. Uh, so they'd be over eight years old. They're still legal to sit without a booster seat. But I speak to many um, people online and in person who are vertically challenged, and they say that they they have to sit with either pedals or they have to buy uh, not pedals uh, pillows, uh, or they find themselves having to buy vehicles that have adjustable pedals um, because it it is not easy to be. Uh, tiny and driving motor vehicle. And they have to find ways of doing it. Um, some may look for modified vehicles, modified uh, with accessibility options. You know, all at the end of the day, it's all about finding the best way and safest way to operate. Okay, we're wrapping stuff up, and I have a dad joke. And it's not my dad joke. It's a dad joke from Zombie, who writes... To whoever glued my deck of cards together, please stop. I just can't deal with it. 
Can't deal the cards. I like that. Uh, dad joke calendar. Monday, October 30th. My son wants to dress up as pest control for Halloween. I told him to go for it. Go for pest control. Get it? It's not that good. Wasn't that good? Tomorrow morning, I'm going to be joining uh, the folks over at Global News to talk about Halloween safety. I think I, talk, I said I would talk about Halloween safety today, and then I didn't do it. So let's talk about it tomorrow. Since tomorrow is Halloween, what are you going to dress up as? I want to know. For real, I do. I want to know. I, I'm not dressing up as anything. I'm probably going to dress up as going to sleep. Uh, pajamas seem like the appropriate Halloween uh, costume for me uh, because I go to bed early because I get up way too early. Yes. My, my morning starts at 4 a.m. All right. Uh, that being that, I hope you have a great day. Uh, we'll, we'll start with a little... Uh, this is the traffic song. We'll listen to this. I want to check and see if I missed anything on TikTok. I'll come back. traffic flow watch for pedestrians look out for bikes and don't drive like a jerk that no one likes yellow light red light green light driving safely is the way to go put down your cell phone nobody needs you to text and drive on the dvp yellow light red light green light go stop the stop signs look both ways then go Seatbelt, save your life indeed And watch your driving, don't speed Yellow light, red light, green light, go Driving safely is the way to go Don't drink and drive or smoke some weed Because you might go to jail and not get free Yellow light, red light, green light, go Driving safely helps the traffic flow And that is the most magical song I've heard today, but I haven't actually listened to any music today, so that, 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 that doesn't say anything. Here's the question that's been bounced around inside of uh, the chat, which I very rarely look at because I'm busy looking here and the chat's over there. Anyway, uh, drive with studded tire. It's $110 fine and uh, nine, 9 sub 1 OREG 625. Is that gonna be easy to find? Uh, 9 sub 1. Hang on, scrolling for you. Am I finding it? Yeah, it's still going down. Nine sub one. There are specific places that you can have. There's very specific uh, direction as to where you can have studs or what kind of studs are permissible. And if you live in certain areas of Northern Ontario, you can have uh, you can have them. And you can travel into uh, Southern Ontario temporarily if you're visiting. That's it. Yeah. They're not giving me the information I want. I found it before. Apparently not here. In any case, uh, I'm reading quickly. Jurisdiction Northern Ontario. Where's the list? Just says resident of Northern Ontario. Oh, well. There is a list that's not in front of me, so I'm not going to talk about it because that's a thing. But uh, that's the answer. Right, Tracy? By the way, uh, shout out to Tracy, and if Emma's there, shout out to you too. Uh, yeah, I think we're good. I'm out. Have a good one. Drive safe, drive sober, park legally. Don't drive with studded tires in southern Ontario. It's not, not good for our roads. Have a great day, everybody.